What would you do if you got scammed? Would you suffer in silence or would you do something about it? Well, I got scammed once and this is the story of what I did. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, a true crime podcast from The Ringer. And for seven episodes, we're hunting a con man, a guy with a lot of aliases, a guy who's ruined a lot of weddings. And with the help of some friends, I just might be able to catch him. Listen to The Wedding Scammer on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Week four of Gary and Paradise. And I am delighted that Callie Curry is back. Callie, how are you? Hello. Hello. I am really excited to be back too. Feels like I missed a lot. You did. But you did. We're back. Jody was great. I really love chatting with her. And I'm now excited to like get some of your takes. Like just overall, how are you feeling about the Golden Bachelor? Do you like it? I love it. I love it for multiple reasons. I just feel good after watching it. I'm really starting to like some of the characters or dislike some of the characters, which I feel really bad about saying because I don't want to say anything bad about these people. I'm okay with it. Just to be clear, I'm fine with saying bad things. It's, you know, whatever. Respect your elder, sure. But they've decided to go on the Golden Bachelor. So it's all fair game. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I do have some things to say then. But also, like, at the end of every episode, I'm just like, wow, they have figured it out. 45 minutes is the way to go. It's so good because you're like, wait, it's time for the rose ceremony already? I can't believe it. Yeah. Like, this is the definition of leave them wanting more. And they're crushing it. Yeah. Also, I just feel like I'm locked in the whole episode because, like, you can't 
sometimes with regular bachelor bachelorette, like I can watch the show and then like, you know, walk away and make an omelet and come back and not feel like I missed much. I can't make no. fucking omelets during this show. If you do, you will miss a pickleball injury. So you cannot walk away. <laughs> you can miss someone saying, just zip it. Zip it. I loved it. This I was, I like the show. I think that I like it less than like the rest of the world. I still like it, but people are like obsessed. I think my heart is hardened. I think I'm a jaded TV watcher. I don't know what my problem is. It's on me. It's a me problem. It's not a them problem. But this week, I was cackling so hard. I just loved so much of what was happening. Kathy is absolutely hilarious. And the pickleball date, like, was genius. I'm really glad they didn't do it first because it's, like, so on the nose for this show. But they did it at the perfect time. And also... Seeing them be so bad at it was also really funny. Like seeing all the women suck at pickleball. <laughs> Interestingly enough, my mom went mm. to a pickleball party last night. Really? And Yeah. So I watched this show and then I got some commentary from my mother who is 64 after her pickleball party. And I was just like, this all tracks with what I just watched on The Bachelor. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Did she like the show? Hmm. She's not really a reality TV show watcher. She's like a like a news person. Mm, she has watched the show before. I actually think she'd love Gary. Slash, do you know anyone that doesn't like Gary? No, nobody. He's, not a single. Have you ever seen a more beloved bachelor bachelorette? Like, there's no hatred. None. None. Yeah, literally none. He's like one of those people. Where everyone like the new trend mm-hmm. of like no notes. There's no notes. Yeah. I haven't seen one critique of Gary. Ten out of ten, no notes on Gary. <laughs> yeah. That's what you mean, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild. He seems like a nice guy. I also another thing that was really good this week was that there was some tension. Like I liked him having to confront Teresa or excuse me, Kathy in his own way. But even the way he did it, like everything is so respectful, mm-hmm. gentle. Like, I wonder how much, like, I wonder how much background they did. Like, how did, I was thinking, like, how did they find this guy who was just, like, universally beloved? Allegedly, I've been told he, like, just applied. Like, his daughters got him to apply, and they just, like, found him. I don't even know. Like, how many applications did they go through before they were like, oh, obviously, this guy? I think a lot, because they did, like, have this in development for a long time. But it's a good question. I'll find out. Also... I like how they've been styling him. Like, he looks like my dad. Like, this is also how my dad dresses, basically. (laughs) And it works. We talked about this before, but it is refreshing just to see, like, a 70-year-old guy act 70. Like, he's definitely not trying to be, like, cool, hip, young. Like, he's, like, very much himself. I also appreciate The Bachelor, for the most part, doing things that he would do in his normal life. Yeah, like, except for going on a four-wheeler, although he called it, he called it a four-wheeler. He said he likes ATV. it, though. I, I know. I guess he's done it before, vacation activity. Yeah, he said he needs someone who would, like, do... So. I, maybe it's just, like, the whole adventure of it all. Like, he wants a partner that is into it. Which, do we want to start there? Do we want to start with that date? Sure. Well, actually, no, I don't want to start there. I don't like Leslie. Um, <laughs> so... <gasps> Wait, you don't like Leslie as a whole or her performance on this episode? 
Um, I kind of overall, I get the impression. Fine, we'll start with that date. I get the impression that <laughs> Leslie has been through a lot, and I feel like she had successful like self-reflection and therapy that's given her a lot of coping mechanisms that are very much on display. Like her saying what her feelings are and then saying, I'm allowed to feel this way. Like I feel like she has a lot of like self-actualization vocabulary that I like commend her for, but is starting to grade on me on television. Also, as you know, I bring this up all the time. I like contestants on reality TV shows who seem liked by their other contestants and she doesn't really seem like she has like a crew in the house and that's a red flag to me you always point out that you like the people that are liked Mm -hmm. and I gotta say I feel like especially with women you like women that are liked by other women yeah because when there's one woman who's not liked it's like well why not she can't hang with the group. Well, do you think she's not liked or do you think that she's like reserved into herself? I think she seems damaged. I was trying to say that in a nice way, but I don't know. Maybe Eesh. that's the issue. <laughs> Is that too mean? Sorry. <laughs> I like Leslie. I agree with you. She doesn't seem to have like a crew. She doesn't seem to be like BFFs with all the other women where, because I feel like we are getting a lot of like, you know, relationships between the Mm -hmm. women Askin we lost three-fourths of Askin this week and yeah that's not good there's no more Askin no there's just um S now (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you don't really see her like talking to anybody no ever ever but I think she'd be someone that's really easily like I feel like the women could easily hate her yeah because she's so pretty and good at dancing yeah the good at dancing thing seems to be very intimidating for some of the women. It's intimidating for me. You don't see anyone really... <laughs> you don't see anyone hating her. No, none of these women... The only woman who... The only, like, hatred is Kathy towards Teresa. Teresa. Yeah. I think it's more than just Kathy, by the way. Yeah, she's I think probably... She probably feels emboldened to, like, say what other people are thinking because she has, like, consensus on her side. Yeah, she's, like, the spokesperson for the women on the hatred towards Teresa. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's hatred, but I think they all kind of felt like, hey, can you please shut up? Yeah. Yeah, they're just sort of like, let's take it down a notch. It's not a surprise to me that the first hot tub of the season was on Leslie's date. I mean, yeah, we (laughs) all, she's she's hot. We get it. Yeah. She also seems fairly confident. Like, I think you have to be careful with that too to make sure that like everyone's comfortable and she... Probably is totally comfortable doing it. Biggest reveal of the hot of the hot tub is Gary's giant lion tattoo on his shoulder. Did you catch that? <laughs> didn't see that coming. on his bicep. <laughs> no, I didn't. Did you? <laughs> well, I wouldn't think Gary had any tattoos if I had to guess. It was also like kind of faded. What does that mean when something is like a lighter color ink? Like, is that yeah. intentional or did it fade or like? What well, happened? he's 70, so I'm assuming it faded. I don't know, Callie. I'm sorry. You're like, <laughs> as if you should know. I don't have any tattoos, okay? See this tattoo? Yes. That used to be a four. You can maybe make it out. In Roman numerals, yeah. Like, yeah, I see it. Yeah. It kind of it kind of looks like a smudge now. I mean, yeah, it's just dots basically now. But that's also like a high traffic area, not a good place to get a tattoo. Callie just showed me a four on her one of her fingers. Is that for your siblings or something? 
Mm-hmm. All yep. of us got it. And I was told that, you know, it could fade away. And of course, you know, like 25 year old Callie was like, you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> to the, to the tattoo artist. <laughs> and yeah, it's pretty much gone. So that's in a high traffic area, but I, I assume if it wasn't in a high traffic area and I was 70 years old, it would still fade. Okay. So his lion is very old. Yes. I interrupted you. You were going to say something about Leslie, maybe in relation to the other woman. Oh, I was going to say to your point about Leslie, I like don't really have like, I don't dislike her, but I don't think she's the right person for Gary because Gary does seem to be like a little life at the party. He likes to be liked. He likes to have good relationships. This is not a really nice thing to say about Leslie, but I would say in general, Gary is like a pretty positive, upbeat, Mm -hmm. happy guy. And I'm not sure that's, Leslie's M.O. The way that he says things is like he's always like pleasantly surprised or like delighted and surprised. And he's like, I just can't believe I'm having such a good time with Ellen or (laughs) Teresa has made me feel so comfortable. Like he's always talking with like shock. And she's always like she's kind of the Eeyore of the house. Like I wasn't feeling so good, (laughs) but that's okay. I can move on. Like she's sort of just she's kind of a a bummer. He's glass half full. She's glass half empty. Definitely. Yes, definitely. And yeah, I I think that he also likes these women who are a little bit folksier. He seems drawn to the women who have a little bit more kind of goofy energy. Like, he's not goofy to me, but a lot of these women kind of have the silliness to them. I I think he's goofy. You do? The dance dance party, I saw saw some goofy vibes. Well, is that just like a seven-year-old man dancing or is that goofy? Like... (laughs) If you're not Mick Jagger or like Puff Daddy, like how do you look good dancing as you get older? I wouldn't put like Puff Daddy up there for like who's a great dancer at old age, but... Sorry, I I I, strongly disagree. He's an incredible dancer. Like (laughs) I would say his greatest skill is dancing. I'm not even joking. Of all the things he does in entertainment, I pick him top as a dancer. Dancing? Have you seen him dance, Callie? I mean, yeah, he like wiggles. He's no. a good wiggler. No, no, no. He's in a Lonely Island video where he's so good. And then I'll send you some links anyway. Please, please yeah, please send me some clips. I mean, Usher's like too young 50. this conversation. How old is Usher? I'll look it up right now. I'm going to put him at like 48. He was younger than Chili when they dated. So 45. Okay. Yes. Chili. Another. How old's Chili? Great dancer. I think she's like 50. Yeah, she- I mean, it's hard to Google chili age because it's like, <laughs> she's 52. Getting a lot of recipes. <laughs> yeah, she's 52. <laughs> For aged cheddar chili. She likes a younger man, Matthew Lawrence, 43. Yeah, they, they posted a little dancing video the other day. Oh, I need to check that out. But okay, yeah, maybe it's just a 70-year-old dancing, but I still think he likes, like he seems a little goofy. I, I He gives me some He's, goofy vibes. He likes silliness. That's very clear. And he, he likes to have fun. He's capable of like deep combos, but like on a day to day, I think he wants to keep it light. I think he wants to go play some pickle, you know, yeah. maybe do a crossword with his partner in the morning. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's what I see for Gary. Yeah, He wants to be on the lake with a cup of coffee and then go for mm-hmm. a, 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 you know, a good walk and play pickleball later. It's an, a nice he day likes with his Gary. shades. He likes his shades and curtains open. 
not cold and dark and dreary. I just feel like I don't see Ellen in, in Indiana. I don't know. Oh, I think. Wait, wait. Sorry, wait. not Ellen. Sorry, I don't, I don't see Leslie in Indiana. Leslie. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't know if we want to jump there, but like, I have my lead. I, I think Ellen seems like really, she's in pole position right now. Yeah. And I'm not she's sure going to pickleball. She this. It's I huge. mean, the pickleball is like icing on the top. The pickleball date was just so absolutely funny. I was I was just dying. I don't even... April's fake injury and the way they were all so like excited. Well, it was just absolutely hilarious. They also were like, she has a stress reaction. And I was like, that's mm, well, probably not what happened from pickleball. She's I think probably had a stress reaction. So Nancy... For, when for, she, for years... When Nancy walked in in the boot and they're like in the house, like what the fuck happened there? We didn't even see what happened with Nancy. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I thought the way that he handled things with, with Nancy was very kind and I thought she handled it well. Yeah, she handled it great. I'm glad she like, you know, picked up the vibes and was just like, what, what am I waiting for a rose ceremony for? I love the directness with which they speak. It's not like reality TV dating talk. It's more like, why are we wasting time here? And she's well, like... It seems like you got the inner circle and I might not be a part of it. And he's like, I don't dis- I don't disagree with that. And yeah. that was it. <laughs> Bye. Peace, Nancy. You'll do great. Um, but no, I like that. I like that she's just like, yeah, I'm clearly not in the lead here. I can't believe there's only five women left. I know. It, it happened really this, fast. This is a short season, right? It's eight episodes instead of 10. Yes, it's shorter. Yeah, so like... It's shocking it that Sandra is still there. I really thought he was so put off by her skipping her daughter's wedding that he was just like ready to be like, you need to go. Get on the plane now. That would be a, a red flag. I don't think... <laughs> the reddest flag. <laughs> yeah. Also, even the phone call to me, I was like, yeah, uh, it would be a no for me if I was if I was Gary. Also knowing like how much his daughters mean to him. Yeah. It was just the only thing I was thinking, the only like benefit the doubt that I w- like wanted to give Sandra is it seemed very like, yeah, we already got married. And she's like, I know. And like even that, I'm like, did you not know what time she was getting married? Do you not know what time it is now? Do yeah. you not have access to phones? Because, like, most of these women have children. I'm like, there had to have been some leeway for, like, conversation back home. Definitely. And so all of that was really confusing to me. I thought for sure she was going to, like, cry and be like, I'm so sorry I'm not there. That didn't happen. She was all, she was very much like, hey, look, meet Gary. I'm like, it's not about (laughs) Gary right now. Your daughter just got married. But the leeway I wanted to give her is like, maybe it was like a courthouse type of thing, like not an actual wedding wedding. Yeah, I'm like, maybe they celebrated in a different way earlier, or maybe their relationship is kind of strained, and so she didn't want to go, or... Or maybe the, the daughter has been with her spouse for like 15 years, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. There's a lot of potential explanations, but it was just the way it was presented. I just cannot imagine. Yeah. I just cannot imagine missing my daughter's wedding. And then, like, I finally get to talk to her on the wedding day and just kind of being like, hey. Right. It's like, how's it going? Here's my, uh, here's my reality TV boyfriend, Gary. Hope you like him. Seven other girlfriends. 
Uh, yeah, she's she's no, she's gone next episode. He seemed very con- confused. He was just like, I hear your daughter's getting married today. Yeah, I feel like he did what, I feel like he felt like he probably couldn't eliminate her this episode, but she's she's next. She's on yes. the chopping block. She's going she, home. She's got to go next. It, it's uh, Also, yeah. Susan still being there is really surprising as well. It is surprising based off their energies. They just don't match. But then when you see them together and them kissing, like they both seem happy. I guess. I like Susan a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Me too. Speaking of Susan, I don't know why this is leading to Kathy. Yeah, because of asking. Um, Yeah. We're asking. You're and (laughs) we're telling or something. I forget what Kathy said. You're asking and we're telling. (laughs) I'm, we're going to miss Kathy a lot. She has carried the show. She has done so much for us. It's unbelievable. I'm so, so delighted that we've gotten to experience Kathy. I think she left gracefully. He clearly liked her. Or I thought it was interesting when he she was the only one he asked if he could walk her out. I guess he knows that they have like more of a relationship than he did with the other women or something like that. Uh, more than he did with like, April. I think he liked her if it wasn't for Teresa. Teresa stinks. Teresa's another downer. Well, I'm not sure what's... It's not... It's not... It's not... I don't want to use Kathy's words because they were really harsh. But it's not clicking up there. She's not understanding everything that's happening. (laughs) Kathy's so mean. I don't get Teresa. I think that she... Well, what I think I said to Jody last week is I think she's just like really, really self-centered. And so all she... She's just looking inward all the time. To the exclusion of anything else. But like, okay, fair. But then they tell you you're doing it and she just keeps doing it. Yeah, she just like, and then acts like she has no idea what they're talking about. I can't believe I was, and like I her really face, Kathy. Her face when anyone tells her is just like frozen. And I'm like, can you move? <laughs> I, it all, it really freaks me out. I, also genuinely don't think she's like a bad person. Like, I no, don't think she not. wants to hurt. I don't, you know how like in the regular series, there's villains and I'm cat. like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They know, yeah, they know that they're just like purposely like pissing people off. She doesn't know and she doesn't want to. She wants to be liked. She wants to have friends and like just can't fucking get it. Yes, she just seems like isolated. It's like she's mentally isolated or something. I don't understand it. But what happened? Who was she talking to? I don't know why I'm blanking. Oh, 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 it was the old bachelorette that came on. Trista. Trista. And she was like immediately like, so I got the first date. And it was just like, Teresa, they just (laughs) talked to you about this. That was really bad. (laughs) She and she just she didn't pick up on it at all. Oh man, it was so funny. Also, side note: since you mentioned Trista, Joey looked great. Just that what what an incredible haircut! What an incredible haircut! I'm looking forward to him being the Bachelor. I'm looking forward to that. I will say that I completely forgot that he was the Bachelor, (laughs) and then when we saw him this episode, I was like, "Oh yeah, that'll be okay." Totally forgot he was. Totally forgot he was next up. But I am looking forward to him being the Bachelor. I, I really liked him on Charity Season. Me too. And also, it made me think of Charity. How's she doing? Haven't heard anything from her. Isn't she on Dancing with the Stars? 
Is she? Yeah, I think she's, I don't know if she's still on it, but yeah, she's, she was. Do you feel like you've heard anything from that? Have you seen a clip of her dancing? No. I haven't. Not I at all. I felt like I saw a clip every week of Gabby. That's true. And a lot of, a lot of Hannah Brown when she was on it. A lot of everyone. I feel like we've seen Mauricio Not way a charity. More. I have seen Mauricio. I've seen Mauricio. I've seen, there's someone else that's on it. Ariana. Oh, I've seen Ariana. I've seen Mauricio. Charity's still on. So she might win. Who knows? Well, it's a weird, it's a weird time in pop culture and media. Back to Teresa for a second. <laughs> I texted this to you, but the, all of Teresa's like dresses remind me of clothes that I bought <laughs> in my mid to late twenties that I then wore to like engagement parties and maybe some like summer weddings. She dresses, I've been very fixated on her clothes in general. And I don't say that we dress similarly as a compliment to either of us. I would say for both, it was just really not sure I was working, but like I can just imagine her having gone to like Nordstrom or Bloomingdale's or like some store like like that and just like buying a new wardrobe for this. And I can just very clearly picture her on the kind of like contemporary floor of Bloomingdale's and ending up with these clothes. I think if it is not as bad because you mentioned that this was how you dressed in 2013, not today. So you're not wearing these outfits today, just to be clear. That's correct. But yeah, I definitely have like a lot of clothes that look similar to what she's been wearing for the rose ceremonies and whatnot. I know I'm picking on her. She just, they they positioned her that way. Blame the show, not me. Yeah, they definitely zoomed in on her face being frozen when being spoken to. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I've also seen TikToks about it too. I also saw a really funny TikTok that I related to. It was probably like a guy in his mid thirties and he was like, Gary, can't, I cannot watch this show because I don't want to see you upset. (laughs) And I would rather you come off this show and just take me as your son. I will get along with your daughters. We'll have a lot of fun. We can do all these dates that you're doing with these women together with these women together. And I can be the son you never had. And I think that is better than you having to go through this because I know you're going to have some trials and tribulations that I don't want to watch. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're here cry, for Gary to help take care of him. Seeing him cry next episode, I was just like, ah, I'm not I sure know. I'm going to get through this. I look forward to seeing what happens. There's still a lot more we haven't even covered, Callie. Oh, well, we barely, barely touched pickleball. And we haven't even mentioned the game of Never Have I Ever over ice cream. <laughs> and lots of lactose. Lots of lactose. Participating. Sandra, we know you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your pickleball MVP? Oh, Ellen, for sure. And actually, you know what? The MVP was Kathy mm. because Kathy was smart enough to partner up with Ellen. They crushed she, it. She, Kathy looked around and was like, oh, she's the best. Let me align. Let me align with her. I will say I'll have to give Sandra MIP because mm. she improved very quickly. The, some of the women were really bad. Also, I just want to note, though Joey's a tennis pro, I don't know that he'd be like great at teaching these women pickleball. Just want to throw that out there. Well, tennis and pickle are very different, but I will say usually when you go to country clubs or if you go to hotels, the tennis pros double as the pickleball pros. And they're probably annoyed by it. They're probably like, what is this? I play tennis. (laughs) I've had some very good tennis pros turn pickleball pros that are like amazing. Okay. Amazing at pickleball. Is being tennis, good at tennis, does that mean you definitely will be good at pickleball? 
No. Okay. Good to know for one, for my future. I thought it was just really fun also seeing them pick their names. They liked to compete. It was great. <laughs> I, I liked all of it. Yeah, this is probably my favorite date. Oh, definitely. This is the best episode for sure. It was just so it was just so funny. Something about all of the physical Kathy comedy. Was, no, but Kathy was also a star. Yeah. And like just the way that she was talking about all of it and I don't know. I was cackling. I I don't I can't even remember exactly why except that I was just having so much fun and I was just hel- hilariously laughing alone in my office as I watched. I had a great time. <laughs> I mean, you texted me and told me that you were laughing out loud while watching. I was. There was just something about it that was lighthearted and fun and silly. And some of the women were just so bad. Like Sandra and Susan were awful. And I loved it. No, but Sandra came back. Yeah, she got better. But at the beginning, it was just like, uh, not making it over the net. Not even close. (laughs) I like this episode also, or I guess maybe this show in general. Because it does seem believable. It doesn't seem like anyone's acting. It doesn't seem like anyone's like there for anything else other than like, I actually want a relationship. Yeah. Or to have like a fun experience where they're like, maybe this could turn into something. But like in the meantime, I'm going to have fun. That's why the Never Have I Ever was so funny. Because they were just like, they were just going with it. And just like doing it by themselves. Gary's not even there. No one, you know what I mean? Like they just were like, oh, let's have a fun game of Never Have I Ever with ice cream. Which can I just say... They could have used alcohol. It's fine. It was the middle of the day. They could take naps. They probably won't even see Gary today. Maybe they didn't want to drink. I really like how they (laughs) move the cocktail party into the middle of the day as well. They're like, we're not doing this at night. No way. (laughs) They've definitely adjusted to what makes more sense for this age group. Back to the never have I ever. I mean, it's impossible to fathom The Bachelor having the women sit around and talk about sex like that. Absolutely impossible it's not even about like men like on the on bachelor in paradise later in the evening you know kylie and mercedes are like talking about how hot all the guys are and like watching them play football and that's sort of like the equivalent scene in bachelor in paradise but that's like the women focusing on the men this conversation that never have or ever was like solely about their own sexual experience and like as just sort of like sexual individuals that is like an unheard of concept for the bachelor honestly yeah i don't know why i know it's ridiculous I don't know, because it's like part of the fantasy is it's like saving sex for the fantasy suite. I don't know. It's so stupid. It was I, don't know. Great. I did appreciate it. I, I will say that when Kathy left, when she got when he didn't give her a rose earlier in the episode, she'd be like, I've got a lot to catch up on. I was just thinking, well, Kathy, now's your chance. You're free. So go for it. <laughs> well, also, I kind of felt bad. Why? I don't know. How are you 70 and you've never done any of this stuff? It wasn't like that <laughs> risque. No, not at all. I'm trying to think of what the most risque thing was. In a car? No. Maybe. No, having sex in your office. Oh, yeah. Who was like, and I would do it again? Sandra? Sandra's. Loved yeah, it. she was like, I was married and we did it everywhere. And if I was married, I would do it again. Loved it. I mean, good for you. Yeah, it's not even like a thing to love. It's just like, okay, sure, you were married. Like, why not? Have fun, guys. (laughs) Yeah, do whatever. (sighs) But yeah, I was just, there was like, yeah, very mild things for the most part. Mm -hmm. And she said no to everything. April, on the other hand, she's just a free loving lady. Love it. Oh, her fake injury was so funny, too. In the pickleball. (laughs) (laughs) April and Sandra 
we're eating a lot of ice cream. I liked it. I liked all of it. Let's talk about Ellen. We haven't, we didn't really dig in there. He clearly likes her the most or feels the most comfortable with her or something like that. I mean, I think him comparing her to his ex-wife. Yeah. I feel like that's a huge sign. I'm like, oh, it's over. Also, in general, they just seem like a good match. She's very high energy. She's very positive. She's good at pickleball. She's clearly in shape and Mm -hmm. active. What are we missing with Ellen? Someone DM'd me and said that Ellen had been her sex ed teacher and that she was amazing, that she, like, just made it really fun and easy and, like, that she was, like, a great person. So it's all real what you're seeing with Ellen. Um, She's a retired teacher. Delray Beach, Florida. Do you know where that is, Callie? I mean, Have you ever been there? I mean, I've heard of Delray, but no, I couldn't point it out on a map. <laughs> Love testing your flor- Floridianness. <laughs> it doesn't go Let's deep, see, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I feel like if it's not Orlando area, Miami area, or Tampa. You don't know it. I'm going to look it up right now. It's on the way to Miami. Okay, cool. Oh, it's like in the Boca area, I see. Yeah, it's north of Boca. So we're down to Ellen, Sandra, Leslie, Susan, and Faith, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't see any of those. I think I think the final two of that group has got to be Leslie and Ellen. Oh, I don't think so. Who, who it's Ellen and who? I think it might be Ellen and Faith. Ellen and Faith. Interesting. Huh. I don't know. I think it's Faith or Leslie. I agree with that. Faith got the first impression, Rose. So maybe that's sort of like a point in her favor. He'll want to like see it through. But definitely not Sandra and definitely not Susan. Or Susan. Yeah. yeah. No. I, lo- I really like Susan. Me too. She seems really I wonder, sweet. do you think they will continue this and do like a golden bachelorette? Or do you think it's one and done? I think they'll do bachelorette. Because this is so popular. Yeah, so I kind of felt like April was trying to like pitch herself as the golden bachelorette on her way out. Of these women, I think Nancy seems like the most bachelorette type to me. Graceful exit. Friendly. Pretty. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or or Joan, maybe. The woman who had to leave because her daughter was unwell. Oh, I loved Joan. Yeah, she seemed great. Joan would be a great bachelorette. I could see that because they would be like, she had to leave, didn't get her chance, but now she's ready. And it like the narrative's very Mm -hmm. clear. Yeah, I could see Joan. I agree with that. Joan's a great call. Yeah, I I could see that working out. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. 
This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Let's talk about paradise. Was, paradise is the opposite. You're just like, how is this an hour and a half or two hours? Like, this is just outrageous. Listen, I love paradise, but I think because Golden Bachelor has exposed Golden Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think it would be great to just do a two hour, one hour BIP, one hour um, GB. GB. Yeah. Golden, Golden Bachelor. Yeah. GB. That would be like a great two-hour slot. I think it should be something. They should do an after show. What They should do like a Watch What Happens Live type show for 30 minutes, an hour of Golden Bachelor, and an hour and a half of Bachelor in Paradise. Because I do think there's an hour and a half worth of content in what we got tonight. And in fact, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I liked it. Yeah, for- I know me too. I like the episode. There was a little bit of overproduction at one point, but yes, in general, I liked the episode. And I listen, I liked why they overproduced it, but it was clearly overproduced. Which part? you're talking about Aaron S yes it was Being like oh I want to smash the truth box so I'm like so is the truth box done are we not I, know, the truth I box thought it was the, the whole season the the <laughs> yeah uh, or the whole summer it's broken now it's out let's just get the Sam no pun intended shit out of the way um I don't care. I never need so much time devoted to this I I timed it the first 12 minutes of content excluding commercials was all about Sam and her poop and lack thereof. Yeah. And I have simply no interest. We don't know enough about her. We don't know enough about Aaron S. There's no emotional aspect to this. And it's just like, it's just like, yeah, it's unfortunate. But it's sort of, it's like incredibly childish. It's sort of like, did someone's like four-year-old kid say, make the first (laughs) 12 minutes about poop? This is funny. Because it's just not. Nobody wants this. Like on the way to school this morning, Carter tried to tell me that there are a bag of jelly beans that they sell where all of the jelly beans look the exact same, but some are regular flavors flavors, and some are fart flavors. Yeah. And I was like, and she thought it was so funny. And I was just like, Carter, that doesn't exist. <laughs> and she was like, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And I was just like, I'm just not in the mood to like participate in this, Carter. <laughs> so sorry, that's made up. And she's like, no, I promise my friend. And I was like, your friend's lying. But like, that's where I'm at. Like, I will participate with my five-year-old sometimes. But majority of the time, I don't want, I don't want fart. I don't want poop. I don't. ridiculous. Sam, I hope you're fine. That's like all I can say. It's just like gross. And then it came back at the end of the episode. Also, to your point, I don't even know who Sam is. I know. So even more so, I don't care. But... If it was Rachel's poop, I'd be like, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Leave. Yeah, it's like, all right, and Rachel. Way, another L. I feel, 
another L. I was going to say, I feel so bad for Rachel at this point. Like, this franchise has fucked her five ways. Like, I, I mean... What's, the, what's that? What's that idiom? Five ways from... Five ways to Sunday? Something from like that. From Sunday or to Sunday? I couldn't remember, so I just stopped. <laughs> I was like, no, finish that. <laughs> but... Is there anyone that's had a worse experience? I don't know. Also, like of all of the she men, got just... fucked on on Clayton season. Yeah. Then she had to share a season with Gabby, where she was clearly second fiddle, and everyone wanted Gabby over her. In fact, a guy literally switched from <laughs> Rachel to Gabby <laughs> mid season. They couldn't dress her. She cried all season. Didn't find a partner at, at the end of it. Then Wait, she thought she did, and then he cheated on her. Well, yeah, thought she did. Then he cheated on her. Horrible experience. Then Gabby gets Dancing with the Stars, not Rachel. Now she's on Paradise and kind of like in the background. She somehow gets with Double Denim Ken, and then he also doesn't want her and is it leaving sucks. her for Glitter Girl, who doesn't even want him. <laughs> Glitter Girl. <laughs> It's a great recap of what's happened to Rachel Recky on the show. <laughs> like, what? I know. And by honestly, Rachel seems fun. I like her. Like, I, I, I like really come around on her. Me too. That's one. Uh, maybe that's the best part about her. This, this show. I'm just like, I don't have anything bad to say about her. Her boob reduction has given her night and day more confidence, and yeah. I love to see it. Totally love to see it. She's pretty. She's nice. Even how she handled Double Denim Ken in this. Like, I was just like, yeah, great. She's like, I don't want any. Like, Wells was like, um, well, what are you going to do? Like, what are you? And she's like, not date Sean? Like, what? <laughs> are you kidding me? I was I like, loved right, it. Rachel. Yeah. Damn right. Great. Double Denim Ken is such a loser. I mean, he thinks so highly of himself. He thinks of himself as a Ken doll. It's confusing that he thinks so highly of himself because in what world do you think that you can have Rachel go for Glitter Girl? Glitter Girl says no. And you're like, okay, well, somehow I'm going to trick Rachel into being like, oh, I always wanted you. After that conversation, <laughs> I realized I wanted you. And I'm like, no, after the conversation where you realized you had no chance with her. Also... I really like Blake. I like Blake too, but he's like a non, non factor. Like, what's he doing? I don't know. He just seems very, very normal. And that doesn't make for amazing TV, but he physically looks awesome. And yes, he he's just kind of like living his life and hasn't really freaked out about just talking to like 15 to every single guy that comes down there and wants to talk to her. And he's like, all right. Definitely has more maturity than, than most of the guys. Yeah. I need to tell you something that I'm, I can't believe I'm going to share. God, I think Braden's what? kind of hot. His personality and his voice are horrible. Ugh. But when they were playing football, I was like, oh, I see it. You look good. Good body. Well, okay. I don't think he's bad looking. I know. But as soon as he talks, it's ruined. But when he was just playing football, I was like, okay, I can see it. Football, for me, I was like, all right, I can understand the Tyler hype. Yeah, people fucking love Tyler. I said this to Jody last week. Yeah, I was like, is Tyler hot? And I guess. He seems like I, he has a good not, personality. 
Yeah, he seems like he has a good personality. He's not for me because for me, he still gives five-year-old. Mm. But when he was playing football, I was like, okay, I could see 19-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I, I I need to like... I need him to like stand against a ruler. I'm confused about his height and I need to like get a better sense of a ruler. Like I hope if he stood, I hope if he stood next to a ruler that he towered over the ruler. Do you remember those? But you mean a measuring tape? Yeah. A measuring tape. Do you remember those like life-size posters from when we were kids of like Michael Jordan? I have some. And yeah. And other players. So you could like measure your height against them. Two different things. What are you thinking? I do remember those. Like I, re- I used to love putting my hands on oh. like a Shaq's hand or Kobe's hand or Shaq whatever. Shaq has the big... I was once in the elevator with Shaq and at, at ESPN. His hands are so big that his like massive phone like looked like an iPhone mini. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably hard to type for him. Yeah, he's probably... Pro- I, Shaq, I, his voice is so deep, so maybe it doesn't work, but I'm sure he's like a, a voice to text type of guy. <laughs> Even that's probably hard to press that button. It's a tiny little button. (laughs) I thought you were talking about like the rulers that you have as a kid. Not rulers. Fuck. You really fucked me up. The (laughs) the like size chart for kids. Yes. Well, and you can like mark how. Yeah, I need something like that. I need a size chart for Tyler. Like, what are we working with here? I'm very confused. I'd like. You know what they should do? They should have the guys go through, or not just the guys. Everyone should go through some kind of like NFL combine where they have to like. (laughs) I knew you were gonna say this. I knew you were gonna say this. And then I would like when they put up their name that they would also have their stats come yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. Like 6-2, ran a 40 in seven <laughs> seconds, whatever it is. I would just Ver- like Whatever their vertical is, wingspan. Yeah. yeah, give us all the stats. <laughs> it would be great to know. It would definitely do wonders for us to figure out their size and athletic ability. But yeah, I can, I can kind of see the Tyler hype. Um, does it not... I put in my notes that like the bombshells were bombing because this seems like a more good looking group than usual. Like everyone's good looking. I was really won over by John Henry. I was like, who the fuck's this dude? Oh my God. Uh, I don't remember him at all. He didn't speak. He didn't get to talk. He's like the underwater welder or something like that. I just remember his bio, honestly. Uh, I think he's so good looking. Love his tattoos. Love his like kind of little accent. He seems like confident and nervous at the same time. Well, like the combination really hits. I like what he was, what he liked about Olivia, like that he she made him feel comfortable when he was really nervous. And I thought that was just like yeah. really sweet and their date seemed fun. I, I really liked him. Also, I, yeah, I like, want to know really more about him, him living too. in Germany. Yeah, he seemed awesome. I don't love Olivia. I go back and forth on her. I liked her this week. I do like her narration. So she's an mm-hmm. integral integral part of me liking this show right now. So I like her narration. But as a partner, I, I'm i not sure if I'm there. But maybe it's also, I'm like, how the fuck are you confused? It's clearly John Henry. I know. Peter offers nothing. He doesn't even, like, say anything. Also, I'm like, do, do you guys even like each other? Or was this, like, a convenience pairing? I don't know. I guess she's she's confused. Hopefully, we'll find out. She's at some a little. Point. She's a little kooky. She is kooky, but I I but I, I don't really... know who I would put with John Henry. That's the other. I I like you know I don't know who the right pairing. That's would because be we with don't know enough about him. So, yeah, but I really really like him. Me too. I actually like Tanner. He I like, like Tanner a, a lot. <laughs> yeah. So like for the guys, I'm like seems like there's a lot of good options. I like Avon. I like Tanner. I like 
I like John Avon Henry. too. However, he's really boring. Like if Avon, boring. if Avon and Kylie were on Love Island, it would be like such a conundrum because like she would clearly be like the like a like a social magnet, and he's just yeah. giving nothing. He's just really hot. That's it. Yeah, I wonder if it works. Who's his roommate again? Tyler. That gives him some points because Tyler seems like he's fun. He's just boring. No, there's nothing wrong with Avon. He seems nice and like ridiculously handsome. Is he less boring off camera? Like, is he hyper aware of like, you know, maybe presenting himself well on camera? I don't know. Or is he just like always been so hot that he's never had to try hard? So he's just quiet. Yeah, I guess. But like, hasn't Kylie always been hot? I don't know. I think she looks like really great on this season. She looks like very, very pretty. Yeah, very pretty. I agree. It's a, this is overall the whole cast is very good looking, super good looking. And I yeah. know we always talk about that, but this cast seems like exceptional. Like yeah. every bombshell that came down, I was like, hot, hot, yeah. hot, hot. John, love him. He's fine. I liked when he he was the <sighs> only one who he's fine. I love that he came down and dugged, and it wasn't a great dugging. He still felt confident doing it. Yeah, he seems really confident in general. I, I like him. What did you think about Eliza's reasoning for why she said yes to the date t- with him? Well, I completely agree that he got his chance to do his thing, so I should get my chance to do it. Now, saying that that's what you did last year, it's not. I know that. I was like, she was like, you did what you wanted last year. Yeah, she was like, last year I kind of locked in and didn't give anyone else a chance, and I was like. No, no. Last year, last year you still gave someone a chance and then got confused and then felt bad about being confused. And like, it blew up in your face. No. But like that's fine. Yeah. And also that's okay that you did that last year. But like what she was saying yeah, actually yeah, made yeah, no yeah. sense. Yeah, agreed. Her reason, and I'm just like maybe Aaron didn't watch the show because he didn't really fight that at all. Which is plus for him if he didn't watch. I like um, that. <laughs> also, seeing these guys fall apart. When their women go on dates, not great. Not great, but also awesome. Not appealing. <laughs> not appealing. Yeah, not appealing. Good TV. I don't find Aaron B appealing. Actually, I find very few of the like original guys appealing. I'm into John Henry. I'm into Tanner. And that might be it. Seems like you're into Brayden. Oh, and Avon. No, I just, I'm not into Brayden. His personality <laughs> is absolutely horrible. But I understand. I'm into I, Tyler, I think he's too. Like, I'm, Tyler's I, okay. I understand it. He's I a little bit of like... Also, what did he say? I like that him and Rachel are still good friends. It's cute. Yeah, but he also said something. He said... Something about Eliza. Eliza. Oh. Yeah, I agreed with him. He was like, yeah, but like, this isn't tennis. <laughs> Yeah. You don't just get to go because he gets to go. And then he's like, at some point, you have to just be like, yeah, I'm good. And I was like, good point, Tyler. Tyler seems fun. Who would you rather hang out with, Tyler or Greg Grippo? Oh, Greg. Not close. <laughs> You're forever love, Greg. <laughs> love, Greg. Also, I think that he has looked great on socials recently. They seem... They the, seem happy. The lowest point, the lowest point of of Greg was coming on like after the final rose or whatever that was. I don't even know what it was called but you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah the paradise reunion yeah. we, we haven't talked about Kat <laughs> I, I thought Kat was gonna get some sort of redemption she's Teresa in her younger years Teresa Judice 
No, Teresa from Golden Bachelor. Oh, she's way worse than Teresa. Cat is Cat is not <laughs> well-meaning at all. Cat is Oh, I don't think she's I don't think I don't think she's well-meaning. So I agree with that. I do think Teresa is well-meaning, but she cannot like get a concept that is outside of herself. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. if she feels one way, she can't understand or care about anyone else experiencing it or feeling another way or not agreeing. Like she's like I, like even not getting why why Brayden is upset is psychotic. I know that doesn't mean you have to. That doesn't mean you have to uh, like you know be happy or agree with his feeling or like you know want him to feel bad or even you might even think he might be exaggerating. Whatever, but not even being able to see why he's upset is psycho. And she's just so selfish, like so, so, so selfish. It's, it's. And self-centered. Yeah. The way she yells like at the camera though, I'm like, is this for the camera or is this real? Cause it's hard to believe someone really acts that way. Well, she did it. It's like, how many times is she going to do it before we're like, yeah, it's probably her. Yeah. I guess it's also, also like. <clears throat> I love how Tanner is like slowly trying to break the news to her. <laughs> like, I think he sees. This is a little alarming. I've seen. I think you. I think he's seen some alarming behavior, and is just like, okay, well, I might have to get the rose from her, so I can't break it to her too early. But I'm gonna start leaving some breadcrumbs. <laughs> I don't think Tanner's on board, and I love that they were able to hear her screaming. We've never seen that before. No, like, I love I that too. I was trying to think on Bachelor in Paradise. No one has screamed that loud or they just haven't ever shown. Maybe because she was going for so long. They were at the fucking Tiki Hut. And I know. And just heard her screaming. <laughs> I know. I was like, where was that? I'd love to know more. <laughs> like in the diary room, you can hear it from this Tiki Hut. I know. I, I, I'm like, we need a map. Can we get a map of Paradise to understand where everything is? <laughs> yeah, I would like that. I love how they like Braden was just like laughing. It was great. It was he was just drinking it in. In general, the whole like the way they edited that was really well done. I also like that Mercedes is like seems just so completely normal that when she's like noticing something, you're like, oh, this has to be off. <laughs> like that she's Well, who was Mercedes talking to? I think it was Kylie, but I'm not sure. Kylie? I think. It was Kylie and maybe someone else, but they were like, she's gonna snap. <laughs> Who do you think is the woman who's coming in next week? They showed it. Oh, who was it? I don't know who. I've never seen her before. Oh, somehow I missed that. Wow. They showed a woman come down and take Tanner on a date. Nice. Is that the, but at the rose ceremony? Oh, wait, what? At at the very end of the episode, like someone's coming down into the, like right before, you know, I wasn't talking. Like when when Double Den Ken is like, we need some kind of savior, like someone to come in. Oh, they saw someone walking down the stairs, and it's someone with long hair. I okay, couldn't tell so who I it missed is. that. So I look forward to finding out who. But yes, then Tanner. Wait, goes so on. who do you think it is? I have no idea. Someone with long hair. Like maybe I could see it being Katie Thurston. I know she's coming in, but I don't know. No, it doesn't really look like Katie Thurston from behind. I can't. Also, I, I don't know. Poor Brayden. I mean, not Brayden. Poor Blake. 
I'm sure they're both fine. Whatever. Katie's going to be on F-Boy Island, which I plan to watch. Although it's on the CW and I don't know how to get the CW, but I'll try. So. <laughs> I mean, good for, I mean, Blake has Glitter Girl now, so he's doing good. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, I guess. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see who this mystery woman is. I'm fast forwarding to the end of the episode so I can see it. I can't tell who it is. It's just very confusing. And yes, I also don't know. I think the woman who takes Tanner out was named Davia, but she was barely on the show. She was on whose season? I think she was on Zach, but it may have been Clayton. I've never seen that woman before. She's very pretty, though. These are women are all so pretty. <laughs> I guess. Everyone. Wait, what do you think about Rachel and Brayden? Also, Brayden did not handle that well. <laughs> I was like just getting to the point where I was like, okay, I don't know if I hate Brayden. And then how he handled the double denim Ken thing, I was like, mm, probably not the way I would have handled it. It makes both of them look bad. Rachel and Brayden, I want Rachel to like have some fun. I'm not sure this is like her forever guy, but like if she's having fun in paradise, it keeps her around for longer and that's what she wants. Like go go for it. Why not? What do you think? Okay. Uh, I think Rachel really wants to settle down. Hmm. Well, don't do that with Brayden. Also, he's so young. Yeah, he's 24. That's... He's not ready. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been pretty vocal about not being ready, so. (laughs) Well, we'll be back next week on Thursday to talk about week five. Honestly, can't wait to find out who this mystery woman is. I think it's Katie now that you said that. I feel like you spoke it into existence. I hope I'm wrong. Although, I don't know. Maybe she'd be fun. Thank you to Jade Whaley, our producer. We always have uh, long chats before we get started, so Jade always has to bear with us and uh, very much appreciate it, as well as all of her production work. We'll be back next week, and I hope you all have a great week and a great weekend. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.